Hey y'all, it's Mackenzie Fox with It's Mackenzie Things. And if you listen to my very first episode, I do have a title for my podcast since then. Um, back in college when I did anything random or silly, my friends would post on Twitter a picture of me doing whatever that was and put hashtag just McKenzie things because really you never know what's going to come out of my mouth. You never know what I'm going to do. And so really it's just a McKenzie thing. So I thought the title was perfect. Um, this is episode two of my podcast and this is actually my second time recording it because I was recording it in the parking lot at the gym because I was about to go in and go on a little walkie walk but it was so fuzzy because I think because I was sitting in my car and I was like oh gosh I cannot post that because people won't even be able to hear me over all the muffling but yeah right now I'm just chilling on my couch um if I didn't mention in the last episode I am a school teacher so I'm on summer break and one of my goals right now is actually to learn what the word break means because I do love working and I love doing things and having a structure and having a schedule and this is the first summer since I was 15 years old that I have not worked and I actually kind of tried to make a promise to myself of don't work this summer and still doing this just for funsies and I give spray tans too on the side but I'm really trying to rest this summer and enjoy my break from school. But speaking of school, today on this episode, I'm going to be talking about how you can get your entire schooling paid for. And that's right, I'll say it again. How you can pay for college completely, debt-free, student loan-free. So backstory. My junior year of high school, I decided that I wanted to attend Oklahoma City University. I'm from Moore, so this school is about 20 minutes away. It's a small private university located in the heart of Oklahoma City. Now, the problem was that this school, over four years, amounted to about $140,000. And I knew my parents were not going to pay for this. And when I did talk to my dad about it, I trust me, I still, I still tried to finagle. But when I talked to my dad about it, and let me preface, I come from a southern country family, specifically my father's side too. He goes, I ain't going to do that. I'm not paying for that. If you want to go to that school, you're going to figure it out. And you're going to either get some loans or you're going to pay for, your, for it yourself. Well, you think I have 150 k at the age of 17? No. So this is when, because I am stubborn and I go after what I want, this is when I began the journey of getting college paid for and going through the process of getting scholarships and getting the amount of money I needed to cover my four years of university without having to take out a single student loan um, or accrue any student debt. So I'm going to give you some of the steps and kind of some of the... um, processes and beliefs that I firmly held on to throughout the entire process, which ultimately led to me being able to pay for school. And I believe you can too. So hope you really soak these in. Specifically, this is going to be really geared towards high school students. um, Or if you are an adult and you want to go back to school, this can work for you as well. First things first, you have to believe that you can pay for school. 
It's kind of like with anything. If you want to lose weight, you have to believe you're going to lose weight. If you want to eat healthier, you have to believe that you can eat healthier. So you have to be in that mindset of, I can pay for school. I can do this. Because especially if you're going to a larger priced university, you cannot have any negative thoughts about this thinking, oh my gosh, it's not going to work. It's not, it's not possible because then you're going to back out. And when you're trying to accomplish a feat like that, you cannot have this negative Nancy in your head saying you can't do it. So you have to believe that you can do it. So my junior year, when I decided I wanted to go to school here, I saw the amount it costs to go to school and my parents did confirm that they were not paying for it. And if I wanted to go there, I had to figure it out myself. I claimed the belief that I was going to go to the school and I was going to get it paid for. So I knew when I talked to people, when I talked to my friends, when I talked to my family, when I talked to my teachers, I was like, I'm going to OCU. I'm going to get it paid for. I just believed it. I firmly believed it. I saw it in my future. You have to do the same thing for yourself because that confidence and that belief in yourself is really what's going to catapult you into actually accomplishing it. So first things first, pretty basic belief that can apply to anything, but you have to believe that you can do it. If you believe you can, you will. I promise, promise, promise. Thoughts become things. I believed I could and I did. So now second step, we're going to talk about actually the meat of accomplishing this is you have to take a full look of yourself as a whole, basically doing a big screening of yourself. And I mean, everything. You need to look at your background. You need to look at your nationality. You need to look at your race. You need to look at your grades. You need to look at what hand you write with. I'm not even joking about the hand thing. They actually give out scholarships for people who write with their left hand. You need to seriously consider your interests. What clubs are you involved in? What hobbies do you have? What do you like to do for fun? What are you really good at? Are you really good at writing? Are you really good at math? What are you going to major in? Um, Why do you want to major in that? You need to take a really hard look at yourself and your whole identity, the whole self, and use that as your starting point for applying for scholarships. So I'll give you the best example. When I look at me, I am Caucasian, but I am also a 16th Choctaw. And you would never think I was even tribal looking at me. But I mean, like I said, I am a very, very small amount. But I am a card-carrying Choctaw. Um, And so I would go on to the Choctaw Nation website, look for resources. um, How can they help out um, people who are wanting to go to college and pay for school? So whatever group you belong to, especially if you're tribal, definitely look into that. Because your tribe most likely offers a lot of money for you to go to school. So look at your nationality. Look at your background. um, Because people want to help you. And those resources are out there simply because of who you are and what background you come from. So that's kind of the first thing. Take a look at your background, your nationality. Kind of see if there's any scholarships or organizations that offer you Um, scholarship simply based on your nationality um, or ethnic background. Um, Second thing, I was kind of looking at my hobbies, my interests, and in high school, 
I was in a couple clubs. I was in DECA and I was in BPA, so Business Professionals of America. And I was heavily involved in these organizations. I was the president. I went to nationals. I competed um, at their local competitions for these clubs. And so see what clubs you're involved in and see if they offer scholarships just for having membership in different clubs. And most likely they do. And the more involved you are in these clubs, so like Stuco, DECA, BPA, um, different student organizations, they most likely, I would probably say 95%, offer scholarships. You just got to write an essay, talk about your time in the club, what you did. That was so funny. In the club. Um, and what are you involved in? What do you do? So DECA and BPA also paid for a lot of my schooling because I went on their websites. I applied for everything I needed to within the organizations that I was involved in. So going back, nationality, ethnicity, groups that you self-identify with, look into those. Second thing, what clubs are you in? What are your interests? I looked at my clubs, kind of went off that, started applying for scholarships. Um, are you in sports? Do you Are you a part of athletics? Uh, luckily for me, the university I went to, did consider Palm to be a sport, so I was on an athletic scholarship in college. So if the college you are going to has your sport and you can work your butt off and be a part of that team, um, I would recommend you do that, especially if they offer scholarships for it. So being a dancer worked out in my favor um, at everybody who says dance is pointless because it's not. Helped me pay for school as well, and I thoroughly enjoyed Palm in college. Um, So yeah, you have to look at yourself as a whole. Look at every part of you. What are your hobbies? What are your interests? What do you do? What clubs? Uh, What do you do for fun? And then go off that and just go crazy. Look on Google. Be like, do they offer scholarships for left hand? They do. Uh, If you're in a club, if you do a sport, they have something out there for you. So do a little self-check. Apply for what applies to you. And even if you don't think it applies to you, it might. So best way to put it, for example, I knew that I wanted to study business at OCU. So I would get on OCU's website and go to business scholarships and apply for every single scholarship under the sun for a business student. So let's say you are wanting to study biomedical science at OU. You, well, you need to go to OU's website, click on biomedical science, and apply for every single scholarship pertaining to biomedical science. The answer is always no if you don't try. But if you try, it's already a 50% chance to be yes. But the answer is always no if you don't try. So I applied for literally everything, everything under the sun, even if I didn't think the criteria Uh, was for me or that I was eligible. I applied for everything. And I would say that with DECA and the clubs I was in, Palm, and um, just looking at my um, identifying background, that covered about 80% of schooling. And also wanting to be the business student. So I applied for those business scholarships. That that covered 80% of my four years. So final thing going to that third thing and really what tops it off what can help you fully cover that college expense is take your ACT and your grades seriously obviously the ACT part is only geared towards high school students but 
don't just do the bare minimum to get into your university. If your university is, okay, you need a 22 to get into our university and you just get the 22 and you stop, you are not going to get scholarships. They're not going to give you anything. You are literally telling that university that you are the bare minimum person. They're not going to give stuff to bare minimum people. They're just not. I'm just going to shoot it straight. And so what I did is when I went to OCU's website, I looked at the different (coughs) brackets based off of your ACT score and your GPA on what they will offer you. And I don't know if all universities are set up this way, but the university I went to, they would basically give you a scholarship based off of the bracket you fell in for your ACT score and your GPA. So I kind of, I knew how much my clubs, my background, Palm, business school, I knew how much all of these things were covering for me. And so I kind of calculated in my head, okay, well, what ACT score and what GPA do I need to have to cover the rest of my schooling? So I took the ACT, I think, five or six times. And I needed to get one more point to get in this next bracket. And this next little tip I'm going to give you is kind of a life hack. Uh, A life hack that I've heard through the grapevine. I cannot tell you if this is entirely true information, but it did work for me. So the ACT offers the national exam, which you normally take through your high school. um, But they also offer what's called the residual ACT exam which is strictly offered at the university you are wanting to go to. And like I said, I don't know if this is 100% true information, but I heard through the grapevine when I was taking ACTs back in high school that the residual ACT exam is easier than the national ACT exam. So I was putting about 80% of my eggs in the OCU basket on going to OCU. So most of my time and energy was spent towards scholarships there. So I took the residual ACT exam for OCU. And let me reiterate, that means that that score, that score only applies to that university. So I couldn't use that score if I wanted to go to a different college. So I took the residual exam and I finally got the score I needed to bump myself up to that next bracket to receive X amount of money. So it obviously that was the highest score I got. Like I said, I can't tell you in a hundred percent truthfulness that the residual is easier. I don't know that to be completely factual, but in my case, when I took the residual ACT, that was the highest score I've ever received. And that topped me off and I received ding, 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 my fully paid for college. Um, no student debt, no student loans. I loved the look on my dad's face when I went to visit OCU. It was like star day. I don't remember what it was called, but at the very end, he talked to financial aid and I told him for weeks, I said, dad, I got my school paid for. Like, you're not gonna have to pay for anything. Um, it's gonna be great. So I was bebopping around the whole day. I was happy. I was wearing this cute little denim romper, just like bouncing around because I knew, I knew I was going to school there. I knew at the end of the day, they'd be like, this is your bill. And my dad was gonna be so happy. And so the whole day he had this like grumpy look on his face, like his little Southern gripiness. 
he's a business guy, so he's all about like, well, what's the money? How much money? And so the whole day he looked all aggressive because he, he knew how much this school cost. And then we get to financial aid at the end of the day. And they said, okay, Mackenzie, like, here's everything. This is your amount. I think maybe I paid like a room and board fee or something. So like maybe like a thousand dollars, but out of my four years, like I was like, that's really all I paid for. And my dad was just so happy <laughs> that we took this picture together. He was smiling. And I was like, ha cause I told you I was going to do it. And I'm here to tell you, you can do it too. If you want to go to college, you can pay for it. So let's review first things first. You got to believe that you can do it. You have to believe it. If you're like, I'm not going to be able to, well, you've already put it out in the world that you're not. So congratulations to you. You're not going to get it if you don't believe you can. So I believed I can. You can believe you can. Just say it. Know where you want to go to school. Know what you want to do and claim that belief. Second thing, look at yourself, the whole self. Look at your interests. Look at what you do. Look at your hobbies. Look at um, your grades. Look at everything and then go Google search all of that and apply for everything under the sun pertaining to that. And third thing, take your grades and your ACT seriously. Donors and board members of universities, they want to help you. But they want to help people who can help themselves. They're not going to help bare minimum people. When they see younger people being successful, applying themselves, doing the work, they will do the work for you too and give you money to continue your dream. So take yourself seriously. Take your grades seriously because people want to help you. But if I was a millionaire, I'm just saying I probably wouldn't help somebody that's like, whatever, like I'm a 2.0 GPA and like my ACT is like a 16. Like I wouldn't want to help them. But if someone's like, yeah, I've been busting my butt and I have this GPA and a 30 on my ACT and mine was not that high. But I want to help, I would want to help people that are like making moves too. So if you are going back to school or college, summer is a great time to apply for scholarships, especially if you're just kind of laying out on the, on the beach, if you're a lake girl, or if you're just chilling outside in a lounge chair, pull out your dang laptop and apply for scholarships. The sooner you do it, the better. But I believe you can, so just go do it. Go pay for your school. Don't take on student loans. Oh, I forgot to say that, and I said this in my last podcast. Believe that student loans are bad. They are bad, okay? If you already took some, it's okay. Don't don't hate yourself for it. I had a teacher in high school. Um, I was in this entrepreneurship program two years. She said, guys, don't take student loans. Student loans are terrible. You have to believe that student loans are bad, So you will avoid them and you will find alternatives because if you are like, oh, student loans are fine, you're going to take those and you're going to have to be paying all that back after school. So if you believe student loans are bad, it will force you to find alternative ways, aka scholarships, which there's no payback. Um, It will force you to apply for those. It's kind of like if you believe drinking soda is bad. Well, you still got to drink, so you're going to drink water. It's the same thing. If you believe student loans are bad, and you adopt the mindset that you are anti-student loans, you will take healthier and better financial routes to pay for school where you're not paying back a crap load of interest for years to come and going to work and then using all that money to pay back your loans just so you could work. So it's like already a catch-22. You go to school to work and then you're working to pay for school. 
Heck no. There's a better way to do it. I didn't have to take student loans. I'm very grateful to God, to my teacher, and to myself that I spent the time to do scholarships instead of just clicking a button for student loan. Because now, after college, I am student debt-free, I am loan-free, and I do not have that financial burden on myself or my family. I had to interject that. But anyways, student loans are bad. (laughs) Um, Believe in yourself. Look at yourself as a whole person. Take yourself seriously. Take your grades seriously, and you can pay for school. Um, Like I said, this podcast is fun. Like, I love making these. I think it's fun. This is, like, my fun summer thing to do. So if you have anything else that you want me to talk about or cover, um, message me on my Instagram. It's McKenzie underscore Fox. So that's M-A-K-E-N-Z-I. Yes, I have an interesting spelling. Underscore Fox, F-O-X, like the animal message me on Instagram and I'll talk about whatever you want me to talk about. But hope you enjoy this summer day or whenever you're listening to this and go to school. Okay, bye.